0: five four three two one i'm john Miglosh for the wdma it's hard to see today i got it down i got the brightness a little low um and we're going to be talking about yeah print mail and uh, what makes a good linkedin post and how to how to get that done but before we do let's get over to uh see some an interesting valentine's commercial um and the only thing i don't like about it is that they're not they don't look too happy at the beginning i mean you know my wife and i have gray hair well no she doesn't actually have it (laughs) only i have it how sad is that anyway everybody thinks she's my daughter well i guess that's okay too anyway here we go It all started in the life Artois. Life Artois. I didn't. I. I would never have been able to um, say that. I wouldn't think. <laughs> never. <laughs> you know. I thought it's Stella Artos. Anyway, this was from 2020, and uh, let's get over to that. Let's get over to that uh, storyline. Stella Artois. <laughs> oh, you dumb Americans. Anyway, it says that Stella Artois, 2020 Valentine's commercial or campaign, tugged on the viewer's heartstrings by showing a couple's love story through a short 15-second video capturing the role the well-loved beer brand played through their relationship. You know, who knows? They made this up. But the, uh, the commercial got three million views on YouTube received immense positive sentiment its success could be attributed to positioning the beer as something to be enjoyed with others and encouraging its consumers to enjoy the little moments or maybe it's you know if you're looking for love try Stella Artois you might find a companion Okay, and that's how it goes. Let me see now. Uh, oh, I wanted to tell you, we're having a meetup next Tuesday, 3 p.m. Chicago time. I won't talk it to death today. I've been talking a little too long lately. So let's get over to good stuff. Wait, that's a good LinkedIn post, said Bill Farquharson. And uh, this is a an article from yesterday. He says he posts 52 tip, sales tips a year, 52 blogs. I guess this would be a blog nope this is a 12 print impressions column so once a month he does a column uh and once a week he does a sales tip or a block frank romano once said bill you could make a sales tip out of anything and yeah he's got some good ones sometimes they're really um let's say tangential but they come from life and i think that's a good point um Have you ever heard someone say something and you think to yourself, that would make a good T-shirt? Well, when it comes to creating good LinkedIn posts, you need to think the same way. Almost all of the hold on, I need to do some math. 116 submissions I write a year have their origin in an oh my gosh, that's a good topic moment. So they just come to him and in life. If you're looking, and here's the essence of this article, if you're looking to write more and better LinkedIn posts, get into the habit of listening with curious ears and writing down a quick reminder of the topic, then, get, then go back later to expand. Take this topic, for example. I was on a coaching call with a client. He was talking about posting more often on LinkedIn. We talked about the best things to write about, and I asked him questions about his recent prospecting experience. Uh, he replied, "Clients are hesitant to fire their current vendors, even if they are terrible." And um, Matthew Parker had that on there someplace. He had, "Why don't your?" He he said, "You should ask yourself, why don't your current customers fire you?" You know, I've mostly been fired because I was tremendous. <laughs> So, don't think being tremendous is going to keep you from getting fired, especially when you take a business that's been in slow decline or plateaued years ago and you turn it on and double its size in a few months. You know, take it from 25 to 50 million annualized in four months or something. You know what happens? They sell the company, make a ton of money. It's what they were always dreaming of. And you get fired. Anyway, boom, there it is. Five reasons to fire your printer. Is your current printer doing this? Replace, replace them. And then you got to say, doing what? The worst thing your current printer can do. And of course, I don't know what those are. Uh, Matthew Parker said he's going to send. He did send me two articles which have answers to his question about what what reason are people not leaving you? But it sounds like the reason is that they just it's too much work. Unless you give them a really big reason, you know, I, I remember a story of a Merge Purge company that they left off the street address. They had the name and the city-state zip, so all of the pieces in the zip bag tags and everything got delivered to the postal post office in their ta- in the town, but, you know, they didn't know how to sort them. Oh, brother, can you imagine? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Nobody at the merge place looked at the addresses. Nobody at the printer watching the inkjet looked at the addresses. You know, you'd think, gee, there looks like there's something missing in the middle of that. Anyway, this is 250 words or so. And uh, Bill always has some good worthwhile stuff. Crazy, stupid print love by Sandy Hubbard. This is a good story uh sandy writes i'm a systematic person when it comes to sales i've always been so what in the world was i thinking when i spontaneously upsold something so big it would double the price of the customer's project you guessed it print crazy stupid print and it worked i'm going to walk you through how i added print she said i ran a video production company specializing in how-to videos the process involved getting to know the customer Spending time on site and learning about their business deeply to produce the best video. The client and I always discussed marketing and distribution of the final product, even though I didn't really handle that part. I wanted to be sure they felt the investment was worth it and saw saw the project as a success. You know, and oftentimes that's more work than building the video, as you can tell from right here. (laughs) Although LinkedIn did, you know, thank you for the likes and the shares, reshares, because LinkedIn doubled the impressions yesterday i don't know why it's getting to be beyond me um but thank you for that i appreciate that thank you for all the birthday wishes i got yeah probably a hundred or something that was a nice i i I didn't see him on my birthday i saw him yesterday so don't worry about belated i'm a i'm a big fan of belated because usually i miss people's birthdays too so anyway um Having grown up in a print family, I always had print in mind and knew how effective it was when paired with other media especially. Print plus video could be a winning combination. What if we created a print workbook to go with this video? You know, more tangible. Okay. She was a power athlete who had developed a set of jump rope routines to work every part of her body. I know. How cool is that? A printed doesn't sound that cool to me. I don't jump so good. <laughs> a printed handbook with photos that could break down the steps and zoom in on the proper form for her routines. From a marketing perspective, adding a printed handbook would make her video more meaningful, memorable, and tangible and valuable. A book could even become an additional source of revenue for her. You know, if it's not just a pamphlet or a flyer or something. Yeah, I suppose so. She could bundle a video and a handbook and sell them as at fitness trade shows and conferences. And an illustrated handbook would differentiate. This is probably the most important. An illustrated handbook would differentiate her fitness video from others out there. And you know, I my, when I was learning to to snow ski, my dad handed me a book, the American <laughs> the American Method, I think it was called, uh, and it showed you how to how to learn to ski. And so. unusual as it sounds, I learned to ski from a book. And he he put lights up on the hill and I would go out there and walk up and down the hill. I I didn't know there were chairlifts. I could already ski pretty well before I hit my first uh, actual ski hill with an actual chairlift. Man, oh man. He wasn't around that much. He was sort of a traveling salesman. When I Found a golf club along the road that was broken in half. We taped it back together. It was an old hickory shaft. I wish I had that one uh, from those days. He cut it down to my size, and he handed me a book called The World of Golf, and it showed the Jack Nicholas grip, and I learned to play from that, believe it or not. And I'm still a golf humorist to this day. <laughs> anyway, just blurted out the idea of a video plus a printed workbook, Okay. And um, that began a new era for my business. I pitched handbooks with every video. I became known for that expertise. Did Sandy and I ever do a a video together? I think we did. We got to do another one. Sandra, Sandy, we need to do an interview and you need to help me figure out what... How can I sell more print? What a game changer it was to bring print into my video projects. Is there a place in your business or career strategy where you could get crazy stupid? And I was just thinking about that the other last last night. You know, I've taken up watercolors. I'm meeting with my, my art agent. Yes, I have an art agent. Believe it or not, it's kind of a joke, but it's kind of true. Don't you all have one? Don't you all have your artwork hanging in galleries? I need to produce more work though i might have to produce more artwork and and you know cut back on these videos anyway get in a creative state of mind become genuinely interested and excited about what they're working on make an outrageous pitch find a way to produce the idea uh, which is always get to know a printer uh, test the idea with other customers place your offer correctly price your offer correctly go out boldly face to face if possible sell your idea Create a suite of marketing materials around your new product. Tip, get to know printers. Yep. And have fun. I've always been pretty good at that last one. Anyway, if you work for a print company, make friends with video production companies. There are so many ways you can help them add value to their work. Okay? One thing she knows for sure, print pulls its own weight. An excellent article. Okay? And lastly, I want to get to this one, which I tried to get to yesterday, but I wasn't able to. Making it a breeze. Digital brand cleans up using offline solution. That's what we're calling direct mail now. Offline solution. To redirect online browsers. Okay. So this company called EarthBreeze over here. EarthBreeze asks the question, can our laundry sheets really get clothes as clean as liquid detergent? Right. Right. Here's your chance to find out, Riaz. They put it in. This is a little much for me. (laughs) That's apparently the person's first name. And then it says, you know, right immediately after that. Hello, Riaz. Thank you for visiting our website. So this is a retargeting program. Hopefully it's given you greater appreciation of the irreparable damage caused by plastic bottles. Considering the following. There'll soon be more plastic than fish in our oceans. Toxic plastic won't decompose in your lifetime or your children's. 91% of plastic is not recycled. That's one that I've been saying for years. For all the little little separate waste baskets, it's not happening. We really should just burn all our trash, sort out the valuables at the end, melt the gold, <laughs> power the city. Earth Breeze can help you reduce the impact of plastic on the environment, but the bottom line is you still need to get your laundry clean earth breeze provides a powerful clean without plastic bottles so what did they do they said they said um they it was an eco-friendly they knew they could clean up with new customers if only they could retarget online browsers the eco-friendly laundry detergent brand is a digital native offering products online only as a one-time buy or a subscription service when it came to marketing it's dollars stayed digital big mistake as we just learned the brand needed an offline way to connect you know i like to think of it as a real world way to connect instead of this dopey virtual world that we can get gotten ourselves into a retargeting campaign focused on non-buyers who had visited the website okay to sign up for a trial subscription previous marketing efforts focused on being eco-friendly You know, but how much value is that if it doesn't get your clothes clean? (laughs) Right? Okay. Powerful clean without plastic bottles. I'm not sure that's very compelling. You know, I think cleans your, cleans your clothes, powerfully cleans your clothes and saves the planet. I think that would be more compelling than anything I see on that. Test the creative, right? Test the creative. Okay. So, um. The biggest question their audience had was, would the product clean clothes as effectively as traditional detergent? There's not much to detergent. I have no trouble believing it does. Built around the message, a powerful clean without plastic bottles. Again, I think that's not powerful. Two concepts against a postcard control. Two concepts against a postcard control. A number 10 letter pack and a zip carrier containing a letter and product samples. Woohoo! I love product samples because it's three dimensional, which is even more in this real world world. There's a QR code. I really don't like that they blocked it out. I think a QR code should look like a QR code so we know what it is. Okay. But again, lots of mistakes. This is what I do for people, or maybe that they blocked it out on the sample just so, but it doesn't look like it. Just so it, because it's probably. Discontinued, and you just get nothing. Uh, but I wouldn't do that either. I'd, it's, it, it probably still goes somewhere. The retargeting campaign generated 22% more subscribers than forecast and improved the conversion rate by 32%. The direct mail reduced the overall cost per acquisition. This is key because you know if you if you improve the response rate 32%, right? So you go from three. Percent to 4%. That would be 32%, 33%. Then, um, but you increase the cost by double. All of a sudden, it doesn't make you money. Okay? But in this case, it says it reduced the cost per acquisition, which is a really good metric to keep in mind, especially when you're doing acquisition mailings, right? By $74, we don't know how big that is, but it sounds like big because if they were spending more than... uh, per acquisition. It's going to take you a lot of detergent to get that back. Okay, the letter pack provided a 25% lift in conversions over the postcard control, the control postcard, okay? And the sample carrier had a 38% lift. Again, might cost double. Then you got to look at long-term retention because I think that might be even better, right? But anyway, lots of things to look at. Excellent. Another this is another one of our uh, one of our Canadapost.ca slash insight is the URL. They should have a QR code on there to take you there, but they don't. If you'd like me to look over your mailing piece and give you ideas to test, I won't criticize. I will just give you ideas to test. Yeah, this is pasted over too, so I think that obviously it's that's that just being pasted over okay i will give you things to test join the wdma support our work fighting for mail every day have a great day happy valentine's and uh, like and share your friends will know you're smart bye-bye don't forget the meetup